Holy Chatter. Tonight's learning is the Sukhas of Boashalima, Avram Noachaim Ben Yehudit, the father of the two little boys that were killed on Friday's terror attack. May have a complete Boashalima. So, the halacha that we're learning tonight is like this. Let's say you work for someone um, that tells you Ashanara, your boss, your father in law, someone that you're working for, that you receive money from that comes into your office every so often and or calls you up or whatever and shares with you a lot of, you know, what's going on in the back end of the things and at work and a lot of uh, th- negative things about different people and a lot of things that people are saying about you, that people are jealous of you, you're very close to the boss, you're in high position and you get all of the info on, on what's going on. What are you supposed to do? Because in essence, this is your job. This is your pranasa, and are, are you supposed to rebuke your boss, your father, your father-in-law, the person that you're working for? You're supposed to rebuke them and say, "Hey, listen, you really shouldn't be saying this. It's rechilas." What are you supposed to do? So the halacha is like this: you shouldn't be listening to it, okay? Because it's rechilas. He's going and he's telling you what other people are saying about you, okay? So you shouldn't be listening to rechilas. And you're also not allowed to believe it because you know what happens. Things transfer, and when they transfer, lots of things get added, get deleted, things get lost in context, things get taken out of context. So you really can't believe it, and you shouldn't really be listening to it. But, but, if you rebuking your boss, your father, your father-in-law, the person that you're working for, if you rebuking them and saying, hey, this is Rechilas, please don't say Rechilas, like you're supposed to do with other people, and if that may come at a price of your job, right, you might lose your job, lose some kind of a position in your work or whatever it is, then you don't have to do that. You don't have to, because there's a halacha that says that you're not supposed to, you're not required to sacrifice money for the mitzvah of rebuke, tochacha. There's no, you don't have to sacrifice your job for the mitzvah of rebuke, of the, of rebuking him. You just shouldn't believe it. In your heart, you should know that things travel and things get lost and things get exaggerated and who knows, a million things, okay? And you just shouldn't be listening to it as much as possible. But you don't have to then, you know, sacrifice your job or potentially sacrifice your job. Okay, you should try not to listen and make every effort to change the subject or end the conversation. Where possible, you should try to convey that you prefer not to hear. Okay, you should make some attempt to show that you don't want to hear this information so that you won't be guilty of flattery. Okay, that's something that's important because you don't want to, in an effort to like keep your job, flatter the person that is, you know, you're working for because we're not allowed to flatter. Um, That's another iser. Okay. And then he moves on and he says like this. Were you ever in a really noisy place, a wedding perhaps, where there's music that's like blaring and all of a sudden it stops, the noise, all the noise stops and you can feel it in your body, how your whole body relaxes and your senses calm down even if you didn't realize that you were tense before. Right? He says that quiet, sheket, has a way of instilling tranquility in us. He says that's why the, the, the Ramban says in the Igeris Ramban in his famous letter that he writes to his son and he says, speak gently benachas, to all people at all times. He says because speaking gently, speaking quietly, speaking not speaking loudly and yelling and 
even when you're not happy about something, even if you're not happy with what's going on, even if you're upset, keeping your voice at a lower tone and not and not like at a higher tone when you're feeling things and starting to yell or scream, but keeping it lower has the power to center us, okay? It keeps our emotions from taking over and thereby allow us to react wisely. He says here, you know, we've all seen the magic of a teacher who quiets down a very, very noisy class by lowering his own voice. When the teacher lowers his voice and says, hi, everyone, I'm here, I'm waiting for quiet. When the teacher lowers his voice, instead of screaming above everyone, right, then the students start to listen, right? Because something about lowering your voice that makes you almost a lot more powerful, um, our gut, our gut instinct is to yell and uh, you know, stopping to yell is a decision. It's a decision that we have to make and we have to ask Hashem to help us to do. Like Hashem, I don't want to be a person that yells anymore. Whatever the emotion is, whatever the feeling is, whatever happens, I don't want to yell anymore. Please help me not to yell anymore. Because because keeping keeping it a low down, meaning even when you're upset, even when you're fuming, even when you're hurt, even when normally you would low higher your voice, keeping it a lower voice eventually becomes habitual. And then your body stays calmer. And when your body stays calmer, you live longer. And it's just healthier all around for everyone around as well. Okay, thanks for joining. We will continue tomorrow. Good night.